Welcome to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by EcomC, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA parallel and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, your host, founder and CEO of EcomC, and today we bring you another special guest. Her name is Joy Roberts, and she's one of the managing partners at MC Insiders, which is one of the top communities in the Amazon space to basically help sellers to scale their business on Amazon. Today, we're going to be talking about a little bit about her journey as a seller as well, because she also did an amazing exit in the Amazon space. And then we're going to be talking about some of the interesting things that Joy likes to specialize on, which is basically everything around pro development and launching those products. So Joy, it's a pleasure to have you here on the show. And thank you for being here. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And the first time I actually first met you was uh, over one week ago, we were doing this Q4 uh, summit with Amy. And to be honest, I was blown away by, you know, the amount of content you were dropping there. And I, a lot of people were basically, you know, sharing amazing feedback about your content. And after that, you know, I thought to myself, I also have to have her on, on my on my podcast. And, and, you know, I've been following as well everything you guys have been doing at MC Insiders. And you're definitely making some good noise in the space with all the success stories. And it's definitely a pleasure to have you here because I also want to pick a little bit of your brain and see how we can drop some gold nuggets, as they call it, for, for the Amazon community. Uh, now, before we jump into that, though, you know, let's talk a little bit about Joy and how you got started into the Amazon space because I know you have an interesting story. Uh, and it would be great that you can share with uh, with us your experience and how you go here. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you. <laughs> and I did. I didn't always sell on Amazon, right? It's like some people think, oh, we were just like born successful Amazon sellers. <laughs> and yeah. I love to share that I had the desire and the passion to start selling on Amazon. I did come from a corporate background. I had great corporate jobs. I loved my corporate jobs. I was actually really good at them, but I wanted to work just as hard for myself. I didn't want to make yeah. somebody else money. And I made the decision in late 2020 going into 2021 that I was going to sell on Amazon. And I really started my journey with how much money I wanted to make per unit. And just quick backstory, I did try to sell in 2017 off of a passion and Mm. it didn't go anywhere and I didn't really understand how to sell. So now in 2021, I was like, okay, I still want to sell on Amazon. I'm not giving up on Amazon. Yeah. And I started to think, what if, what would make me excited, right? Like to be a successful seller, but what is that? And I thought, what if I could make a hundred dollars per every unit I sold? Like what Mm -hmm. if? So I wrote that down. I just started with my goals. And from there I was like, I want to find products where I can make a hundred dollars per unit. When I'm talking a hundred 
per unit. I'm talking into my pocket. Nice. Which After means you everything have net. <laughs> yes, like in my pocket. So, no revenue. <laughs> exactly. So you know that kind of puts it at a higher retail price on Amazon. And yeah. Amazon isn't totally known for that, but there are expensive products sold on Amazon. Yeah. So I thought, well, I can do that. So that's what I did. I found with research and data and made educated decisions for my product. And I found a product that I could launch at 200. And over the 12 months, I was able to bump the price up to just under $400 before I wow. was able to exit that brand. Yeah. So that's kind of my quick, short selling story in like a little nutshell. Wow. I love it. And you know, this is something that I feel is super important. This basically journey that you did as an Amazon seller, because I feel sometimes we are caught into the mentality that to be a successful uh, Amazon seller is all about big volume, like seven, eight figure, nine figure. And, and I feel like that is making people so sick sometimes in, in to fall into the trap that it's all about revenue and, and they don't focus on the profits of things. Like I have, my, I have done audits on accounts that are sometimes eight figures. And when you go on the profit, you're basically doing a six figure profit, right? So uh -huh. they have so much overhead, so many expenses. And then sometimes you do an audit on a, on a seller that just six figures and they're making pretty much more money than a seven figure seller. So and it's all about the margin. It's all about realistically the profit and what is left on your pocket. And you have seen all the different summits, events, knows we're seeing this year is all about profit because we have basically realized after so many mistakes, all of us and in the community overall, that focusing on revenue is not anymore the, the answer here, right? <laughs> exactly. And you have to be excited to sell. And I believe that people get excited when they have the money coming in and you can yeah. do what you want with the money, reinvest it into new products or put it in your pocket. Doesn't matter is much what you do with the money. It's that you're excited and the margins are there to actually have a company. Otherwise, I hate to say it, sometimes it's just a hobby. Yeah. I mean, money's coming in, but it's, it's fake money. We can't call it because it's not touching, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to offend anybody. I just, that's just I know. why it, I wanted to make money. Of course. Now, let's jump into um, the topic that I had in mind and we were having this conversation before starting the, the episode. That, you know, your speciality is everything around product development and, and launching products, right? And I feel in 2023, you know, things are much more different than in, 20, in 2014, 2018. I mean, things jump now pretty much week after week. And you see that on LinkedIn, Facebook, blogs. Things are evolving very fast. And things that worked last week are not working right now, basically. And based on that, I want to ask you, because I know you're doing this on a daily basis with your amazing community, MC Insiders. Like, what are some of the things you 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 can advise to our listeners and the ones watching today? That's very important to you know find the right product. Like, what are some of those things you can share with us? Yeah? Yes, it is super important now that your product is innovative, and you have marketing points that you can get ahead of your competition. And it has changed. You're right; the market has changed over the past several years. Uh -huh. The biggest thing that I like to teach in our AMZ Insiders program is you start with your keywords and let's okay. just use the keyword water bottle. I'm just looking at my desk. Mm -hmm. so it's like if you have the keyword water bottle and you know that there is 
a big search volume. Let's just, I'm making this up. So don't go into helium 10. Yeah. And like, <laughs> um, <Yeah>. It's <laughs> like a hundred thousand searches a month, right? For a water bottle. Okay. Well, let's drill that down even further. So water bottle with time marker. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now we're more in the 30, $40,000 range. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of water bottles with time markers. What are you going to do to make yours innovative? So then we work from there. There's several, several ideas, right? I can just give you ideas. Well, we can make it uh, rechargeable. You can have it light up. You can have motivational sayings. Yeah. Right. You so, can do a license a deal with huge Disney or something like that. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can put squishmallows on them. I don't know. Opportunities are endless, but that is how you differentiate a product that is already selling. So you already know that people are buying it on Amazon specifically because the best reason to launch products on Amazon is people are there to make purchases. They're shopping. So you want to show up when they're shopping and you want your product to stand out and be cooler than everybody else's on page one. Yeah, super important. I think, yeah, niching down is the key nowadays. I feel um, there's so much content out there that only focus on, yeah, find the pro that has the most revenue, go to Alibaba, flip it, put a logo. <laughs> this is something that we know is, is, is not the game anymore. And I feel the example you gave there um, it's actually some of the things I see people failing to do because they fall into the trap mentality that as soon as they see a, a low search volume or something that's very niche, they might start feeling, oh, it's not scalable or maybe there's not enough demand. But what they don't understand is that sometimes having three or five of these small products is going to be much more profitable and scalable than having that one water bottle that's super generic that you're not going to be able to scale because... PPC is going to kill you. You're not going to rank and, and there's basically an opportunity for you to, to diversify. Huh? Yes, exactly. And you just brought up a really good point is that there has to be enough room in your margin okay. for your marketing and to make mistakes. Look, when I was a new seller, I made plenty of mistakes, but luckily I had the margin in there to make mm. mistakes. Yeah, that's the thing. When you have a water bottle, like $10, and the CPC is $3 per click. I mean, you have one click yeah. <laughs> and, and that's it. You're done. All right. Now, um, let's jump into how do we even get started with the journey of finding the pro? Because, of course, you mentioned something uh, very interesting, which is starting with keywords. But sometimes people have a, this a paralysis analysis that they don't know if they should start with something that they are passionate about or they have a hobby about or they should just go to a store and maybe leave their imagination to walk around and call, you know, ideas come to them and then start the research from them. Do you have some advice also around that? Because I know, of course, starting with keywords is a, is a good tip as well. But some people, sometimes they come to me and they ask me, what if I want to do something around my passion? And that's something that you actually mentioned throughout your journey. Yeah. So it would be great that maybe you can give some insights about that. Yeah, yeah I think brainstorming all of your product ideas and writing it down and keeping it organized will get all of that out of your head, right? So first thing, it's like passion. Okay, mm -hmm. say you're really into um, working out, fitness. Mm -hmm. So that's fine. I would write that down and I would also do just regular product research that is not about your passion. So you can look mm. at them side by side. 
Okay. And one thing that I, I like to do with any, any product I want to sell, I see products every single day that I want to sell and to get, get it out of my head, I'll write it on my brainstorm list. And then I also go to Amazon and I just put Mm -hmm. in the search bar, like, um, how about ice makers, right? Ice makers are attractive to me because they have, um, they're a little bit more expensive. So I'll put in ice maker into the Amazon search bar and then there's more suggestions that will come up. So it might say ice maker for countertop, um, ice maker for travel. And that will give you other like really drill down. And so I'm not saying I'm passionate about the ice maker, but those are just like the product (laughs) ideas. I mean, maybe I am right. Because it's like, I like to make smoothies and I want different type of ice. So that can kind of fall into it. But don't discount something if you're not completely into it. Because my product that I grew from zero to a million, I liked the marketing part of it. And it was actually geared towards men. Mm -hmm. And I am very into like, now I sell women's health products, but it was very into men. But I got into the marketing part of it. I see. And that was super fun. And I was into the, the margins. So even if it is outside your passion, just put it down and validate it just and see when you are validating it. Do you get excited about it? Even though it's not a passion. Sometimes it's good when it's not a passion because then you're not completely um, emotionally attached to it, but you have to Mm -hmm. love your brand. No matter what, you need to be proud of the product you're selling and your brand. Yeah. And you mentioned something there, the, the emotional sales things. That's something that unfortunately I see a lot. Like sellers, they know the product is not going to really make it. I mean, there's no way around, but they get stuck into the mentality. This is my product, this is my baby. They put more money into it. And, you know, it, it goes down and down and down and it's a hole, right? And I feel, I actually like the tip of maybe trying to stay away from passion because I feel like, Passion can easily become very emotional and, and you stop thinking about the money, which at the end of the day, we're doing this because of the money and what the money can bring us to us as a person, to our family, friends and community and so on. But, if, you know, if you're only doing more harm to yourself because you're going to debt and then you're going to pay this and then the business is going to go under, what's the point, right? No point, okay. um, now, let's talk about, we start with the pro research. Let's say we find an amazing idea in terms of within the niche, I always feel like we still need to go that extra step further. And what I mean by this is, you know, finding that idea maybe on healing theme or whatever is the tool and just going to Alibaba and still, even if that idea is niche, but not doing any extra modification, I feel it's a matter of time before other people find out and it's going to be a race to the bottom of the pricing, right? Yeah. And something that I've been seeing a lot, and maybe you can share some insights about what you're doing regarding that, is people using a lot of things like now review, uh, analyzing reviews of the competition, using AI to come up with a, you know, unique ideas that are really outside the box to make something unique. Try to bring this into some kind of concept and make your own like unique product to really stand out and nobody basically is going to have that. So what is your take on this? Have you been playing with that? And if so, what, what are some of your takes around how to even make a product more unique with the, yeah, than the crowd, basically. Make it yes. I mean, that's the best trick, yeah, is to dig into competitor reviews. And I did that before AI. And mm. 
I did pretty good. I changed, you know, three or four different products, reading the reviews, made mm -hmm. some simple changes. But I have to tell you, the AI that I use now is just life changing, honestly. <laughs> and um, I mean, I don't know. I'm happy to share what it is. And if yeah, you of want course. To yeah, feel free to so, share the. Yeah, yeah. So I, Shulix has completely changed the way Shulix. that yeah. I analyze. Oh, yeah. And I actually can give you guys, um, maybe you can put it in the notes, but I'm happy to yeah, share an exclusive um, coupon code for you guys that is only for AMZ insiders. But nice. I like them so much. I worked out this phenomenal deal for our coaching program. Nice. Because it, okay. and I guarantee your competitors aren't doing it. But what it does is, it will analyze 20, 30, however many products of your competitors you want, or just products that you might not have launched yet. Yeah. And it will outline the specific pain points that you can improve on. And it's not just one, like there's three or four, maybe five different ones that you can consider. And the best part is then not only do you get to innovate your product, but that also becomes your marketing. And that's what you lead mm. with to let everybody know that you're the best product. Interesting. And it takes yeah. one minute, one minute to run this yeah. program. Right. Yeah, because I guess what you're doing is taking the pain points that people are really like emotional or driven to make a decision to use in the marketing, like in the way of a statement or an image to basically trigger those things and make them buy yours instead, right? Yes. And Shulex has completely changed the way that I'm able to analyze products and also same with anybody in AMZ Insiders and now definitely happy to extend it to your community as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Feel free to then, of course, we put that in the description so everybody can can use them. Yeah. Um, awesome. So that means, yes, you're definitely using AI. That's great. But on top of AI, do you do something else maybe in terms of something that I see people using a lot, for example, is Pickful, right? Yeah. You, for example, come with three concepts, five concepts. You put, you basically find the audience, like let's say in your case, you're targeting males, right? That, that specific uh, avatar and you put the age, whatever. And then you can put the concept and you can basically split test. Like if people write like more this design or this color box, like is that something that uh, I guess you would recommend? And if so what, what are some of the maybe uh, implementation usually you like to, to test? In, yeah, definitely. PicFu is great. And I think testing is good and looking at colors and everything that's already mm -hmm. selling and doing well and how you can differentiate a little bit, but not go like completely crazy with like future <laughs> or, you know, yeah, come, you know like, come up with something that has never existed. Yeah, I see what I mean. Yes. Yeah. And another thing I like to say is we all, it's like, you always talk about color and design, but size is really big. So, um, and this happens with like trash cans, let's say I've seen this with trash mm -hmm. cans or even home decor mm -hmm. where this, the size might be one size and you can either make it bigger. I like to make things bigger because then there's more margin. You can charge a little extra mm -hmm. and it doesn't cost much from a supplier to go just a little bit bigger. So yeah. size, I feel like is still one of those like hidden gems that people don't know. Cause when you're online shopping, it is hard to know the size. So you yeah. can market it as like, this is the biggest trash can and this, th that way. And it's a little trickier cause you don't test that on PicFu. You kind of need to, that's where the reviews come into play. And also just using your brain and being innovative and saying, Hey, if I want to make this bigger or do, or could this be smaller? 
Right. And mm-hmm. sometimes with like kids stuff, like I have a five-year-old, I'll look and I pay attention to the size because there's so many times my kid wants to order something and I'm like, that's tiny. And then in my head, I'm like, oh, but what if we made one that was bigger? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's actually very interesting because once actually happened to me, I launched a product and I didn't do research. I just based on my knowledge of what I thought the, the common sizes were. And I totally agree. I missed one of the sizes and that definitely was, was a bummer. So yeah, size is very important. Uh, I can definitely tell. Um, now, another thing that I found also interesting when it comes to product research and development, I feel it's also the, the vision of you as a seller and your brand. Now, what I mean by this is you can go to roots. You can go and have basically sell anything that you find a margin and just go the route, sell multiple products that don't connect between each other, or go the route of finding a product that you know from that product can be the seed of a much bigger brand. It can create basically an ecosystem that they complement each other. Mm-hmm. So basically what I want to go from here is that based on what you've been seeing in the space, and I'm pretty sure you're so familiar with everything that happened with aggregators, people exiting, right. and people and all this um, panorama, what do you feel is realistically a bare business decision? And I know this is also gonna, always going to go down to personal reasons, but in the high level, is it better to focus on random pros that maybe are not going to have a brand long-term and ecosystem, or is it always better to focus on having that ecosystem and come up with maybe five, 10 skews down the line. What, what is your take on that and product? Yeah, I am all brand focused. Okay. And yeah. as somebody who's exited a brand, they really are looking for categories, brands that all fit together. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't want to have something random in there. So if you're selling pets, you don't want to have like a random like supplement. <laughs> yeah, supplement or baby <laughs> outfit. Cause then at the end when you're your store, maybe at the beginning you're like, who cares? I'm making an extra ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah. But then when you if you do want to sell or somebody comes to you and wants to buy it, then you have to spend money on lawyers and backing that mm, out and separating mess. it because they don't yeah. want your mess. So I say keep your account very clean as if you're going to sell it to somebody someday. And hey, if you want to sell in other categories, just open a new brand, like ask mm-hmm. Amazon, get permission to open another brand, explain to Amazon why you want another br- brand or get another account. Amazon will work with you if you have proven sales and you explain. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of just put everything yeah. in your store. Yeah, I wanted to hear your take because I know this is always a mixed feelings uh, conversation. So I wanted to, to hear what, what was your your take on that. Now, talking about pro development, something that is also very important at the day, I feel it's more than the product, the experience the product brings to the table, right? I'm the kind of person that usually when I launch a product work with my clients, I also focus on the experience outside the product itself. So it could be when it comes to the packaging, it could be with the extra a maybe community they get as part of the product, extra parts, etc. And I'm sure maybe you have some tricks on your sleeve in terms of things that you like to do with your uh, clients or listings. Um, it could be like digital copy of something or of, um, you, you, you see what I mean? Like these extra things that can help you really stand up. Uh, I even saw the other day a, a phone app, a, sorry, a water bottle, talking about water bottle that the way they differentiate, they create an app on the phone That's that awesome. connects with your Apple Watch and it reminds you when you need to drink water, right? So basically it's more than a water bottle, it's a whole ecosystem. 
So talking about that, do, can, do you have some ideas maybe or, or insights or tips that you can share about tricks like that that you can use for differentiation when it comes to launching the brand? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a home run. If you can create an app and, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's the ecosystem, but you're also able to connect with your customers every time they open your app like that to me yeah yeah is a is a home run and then I think everything has shifted in 2023 and going into 2024 Mm -hmm. of really pulling people into your photos and your brand story Mm -hmm. and Amazon has given you know if your brand registered you now have there's a plus content and then the a plus premium content right so Amazon is saying hey sellers, if you want to convert better and have more sales, you you need to be using good photography and videos to pull everybody in. And I think that's a shift. User-generated content is, is really good. Influencers content on Amazon and off of Amazon, I think is really important. And these are small things, not small things, but these are these are things that are given to you already that Amazon allows you to do. You don't have to pay Amazon for the premium mm-hmm. content. So it's like, take advantage of it because it will set you apart from your competition. And I will say from when you're first launching any product or you're trying to get your store from zero to a million, you do want to keep it pretty simple. I try not mm-hmm. to make it very complicated. You do have a really strong listing, focus on your photos and your videos and your selling points, make sure you understand the problem your product is solving and put that in your title with your keywords. Make sure that, you know, you're standing out against your competition on the page and then do your outside traffic, you know, add your outside Mm -hmm. traffic. I'm a huge fan of Pinterest, Google ads, Mm -hmm. and everything that's visual out there you want to be using. So Pinterest is very visual, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, nice. all of that. Talking about Pinterest, that's something very interesting. And maybe just we can do a small diversion very quickly in there. Like, is there some, uh, how would you advise, for example, people using Pinterest when it comes to this? Like, can, can you use some examples as well so people can get some tips as well? Yeah. So you're already putting up beautiful photography on your Amazon yeah. page and hopefully your A plus content. You want that on Pinterest. So create a business page. So your brand page on Pinterest, it's free. Put that Mm -hmm. up there, put your pins on there of your product and you can choose to run ads or not. Amazon, I will tell you is running ads on their product. So Mm. if you go to Pinterest now, you do, I don't put in like fridge organizers, like Amazon will come up with their pins. And if Amazon is doing it, you want to be doing it. And it's, it's free and it's simple. So yeah, get your pins up on Pinterest. If you can get them on other people's Pinterest boards, like influencers, that's even better. But you definitely want to have your pins out there. Wow. Yeah. Especially because I'm thinking like, yeah, talking about influencers, you could get a couple of them and then you get traffic from different sources. I'm sure in terms of, uh, you know, how Amazon sees that, I guess you are seeing also results in terms of positioning and so on, right? Long right. Time. Exactly. Good. Very good. Now, uh, so we can start concluding. Um, I know we already talked about, you know, where to start when it comes to finding a product, things to consider when it comes to how we can make this product unique, things that we should consider in terms of which direction, either go the brand side or 
random products pretty much. And we also touch a little bit about these tips in terms of external traffic. Is there anything else you feel like, so we can conclude today's episode around product development that we should bring to the table that you feel like I, I definitely need to touch on this so we can do a, the closing, yeah? Yeah, my best advice is watch your margin, how much money is coming into your pocket per item sold before you launch your product. Because if mm. your product's bringing in three, four, five dollars per unit, you have to sell a whole lot more units yeah. than somebody with a margin or dollar amount making, you know, at least 25%, 35%. To me, I like to see sellers at least launch with their products over $25 on Amazon. And yeah, and there's just, you know, more costs coming. And so give yourself that, that, that cushion in your margin. Yeah. Especially with the PPC. I mean, that's another thing. Sometimes I'm pretty sure you have this conversation. People say, yes, I did my margins. I have 34%. And then you say, have you, have you actually did, have you done some research and realized that in these specific queues, you're going to pay two to four dollars per click and oh i didn't consider that <laughs> you know right a small things like this it can completely change the business perspective you know and people don't do it yeah yes very good thank you very much i think now um before we conclude uh, the episode i also want to talk a little bit about mc insiders i think what you guys are doing there is amazing and i definitely want you to take a few minutes to tell you to tell us basically what is uh, the whole community about and how our listeners and the ones watching can basically get involved and, and all of that. Yeah? Yes. AMZ Insiders is what taught me to sell. I didn't know how to sell and I didn't want to make mistakes. So I actually am a product from AMZ Insiders. <laughs> it was founded. The apprentice. Yeah. Right here, <laughs> living proof. Um, it was founded in around, I think, like 2016 by Jamie mm-hmm. Davidson and his partners at the time. I was able to come through the program and it really is one-on-one coaching and it's a step-by-step guide on how to sell. And there's, there's the video library and there's weekly trainings, but it was really the one-on-one support that I got that helped me grow my business. So I came back after I exited and said, Hey, I want to coach and I want to get involved and help with the training program. And now I'm managing partner and I absolutely love coaching and helping anybody who wants to sell because there's room for all of us to sell yeah. and scale awesome that's very good so i'm gonna make sure to put everything down in the description as well and finally i forgot to mention this but you also have a podcast which i can see just behind you so tell us a little bit about just briefly what is the podcast about and where people can find it yeah Yeah, so I am the host of the fearless sellers the women of amazon podcast nice. and I designed it to celebrate sellers and women sellers, but really all sellers that are just doing amazing, great things in the Amazon space as sellers and just shed light on it. And yeah, I absolutely have a big passion for sharing sellers stories. Love it. Yeah. So thank you very much for sharing that. I'm also going to put that in the notes. And more than that, Joy, I want to thank you for being here. I mean, thank you for all your knowledge and, and sharing your time with us. It's been a pleasure. And I'm sure this is going to be the first of many episodes. In the meantime, yeah, thank you for being here. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. See you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by Ecomc. 
Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.